God bless you. I love you today. And there ain't nothing you can do about it but laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast of Faith with Dr. Barb Ministries. We appreciate all your support of weekly listeners to the teachings of faith in all things. Thank you for your blessings of love and donations you make to this ministry. This helps us and encourages us to bring to you the wonderful message of faith in Jesus Christ. Today we will share with our podcast audience some of the prominent figures and contributors of the African Americans in U.S. history. And I'm also privileged to honor our special guest, Brother John Knowles, as we commemorate how we've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word, because he's never failed us yet, and we can't turn around because we've come this far by faith in him to celebrate Black History Month. The celebration of Black History Month began as Negro History Week, which was created in 1926 by Carter G. Woodson, a noted African-American historian, a scholar, educator, and publisher. It became a month-long celebration in 1976. The month of February was chosen to coincide with the birthdays of Frederick Douglass, an American social reformer, abolitionist, orator, writer, and statesman. He became the most important leader of the movement of the African Americans in the civil rights in the 19th century. And also Abraham Lincoln, an American lawyer, politician, and statesman. He served as the 16th president of the United States. He waged a political struggle and civil rights war to preserve the union that ended slavery and created the possibility of civil and social freedoms for African Americans issuing the Emancipation Proclamation that declared forever to free the slaves within the Confederacy in 1863. Among some of the prominent figures of Black History Month are Madam C.J. Walker. She was born on a cotton plantation in Louisiana. She was the inventor of a line of African-American hair products. She established Madam C.J. Walker Laboratories and was known for her philanthropy. She was the first black U.S. woman to become a self-made millionaire. Then there was George Washington Carver. He was an eminent scientist who delivered nearly 300 products from the peanut and among them was cheese, milk, coffee, flour, ink, dyes, plastic, wood stains, soap, linoleum, medical oils, and cosmetics. Then there was Rosa Parks, who in 1955 in Montgomery, Alabama, sparked the Montgomery bus boycott when she refused to give up her public bus seat to a white man which galvanized the civil rights movement. Also, there was the lesser known Claudette Colvin. She was arrested nine months prior for not giving up her seat to a white passenger. There was also Shirley Chisholm, who was the first African-American woman 
elected to the U.S. House of Representatives in 1968. She represented the state of New York. She broke ground again four years later in 1972 when she was the first major party African-American candidate and the first female candidate for president of the United States. Then there was the first black president of the United States, Barack Obama, elected in 2008 and re-elected in 2012. The first woman and the first black vice president in January 2021 was Kamala Harris of African or Asian descent. Then there was Thurgood Marshall. He was the first African-American ever appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court. He was appointed by President Lyndon B. Johnson and served on court from 1967 to 1991. And among other famous first African-Americans were athletes such as Jack Johnson, he held the World Heavyweight Boxing Champion in 1908. He held the boxing belt until 1915. The first professional African-American baseball player to play in the Major League Baseball was Jackie Robinson on April 5, 1947, when he joined the Brooklyn Dodgers, for which he led the league in stolen bases that season and was named Rookie of the Year. The first black athlete to compete in pro world tennis was Althea Gibson, and in 1956 became the first African-American woman to win the Grand Slam title. She garnered 17 Grand Slam wins, including six single titles. Later, Gibson turned to professional golf and made history by becoming the first African-American competitor on the Women's Pro Golf Tour in 1960. And in 1940, there was Hattie McDaniel. She was the first African-American performer to win an Academy Award Films Industry's highest honor for her portrayal of a loyal enslaved governess and gone with the wind. This was just a few of the African Americans who contributed to U.S. history, expressing their faith through their actions. You see, Scripture tells us in Hebrew 11, 1 through 4, it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commanded for by faith. We understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made from what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. And by faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel stood, and it speaks even though he is dead. Now I'd like to present to you our honored guest, Brother John Knowles, who wears many hats. He came from a family with strong beliefs and faith, virtues, and values. 
a hardworking family that migrated from the South. They amassed generational wealth and great prominence in their community through real estate, providing homes and apartments to over hundreds of moderate and low-income families in the city of Detroit. John had a career as a barber. He was a business owner of a grocery store for over 12 years and provided food that was geared toward those living in the neighborhoods. He worked for Motown Museum during the early years from 1989 to 94 with such greats as The Temptations, Smokey Robinson, Stevie Wonder, The Supremes, and many, many more during their successful beginnings. Now in retirement, John has amassed as a songwriter and poet, and he's published a CD called Love Rules, which you can order through this podcast at www.faithwithdrbarb.com. Now I'd like to present to you our honored guest, Brother John Knowles. Thank you so much, Dr. Barb. It certainly is a pleasure to be here with you today. Glad to have you, Brother John. (laughs) (laughs) To be here to celebrate Black History Month. And we're celebrating it through our faith. Amen. And through our action and actions. Okay. You know, it's been told to me over the years that faith can move mountains. Now, if faith can move mountains, we as black people can build industries, hospitals, automobiles, ships, airplanes, housing complexes, do importing, exporting, build computers, and many, many other things. Yes. Now, let's take our faith and think big, Mm -hmm. then execute big. But there must be consistency for anything to work, even faith. Black History Month needs to usher in a new era Mm -hmm. from consumerism to become builders, developers, and turn our attention to new cutting edges of technology. Some people think we've arrived because we have a designer this, designer that, this car, that car, this house, that house. The bottom line is we didn't build or manufacture little to any of them. Yes. All we do is consume. Mm -hmm. And the outcomes will continue to be the same. But when you import, export, manufacture you can begin to have an effect on the gross national product that will be in your favor. Then and only then will we be able to have a positive and lasting change in the black community. Yes. We must learn how to leverage our power. Amen. We need a seat at the economic, global economic table. We need to learn how to negotiate what we want. Yes. Let's sit at the table and have a fair and equitable conversation. Amen. Now, Black History Month also reminds us of all the hate, 
that still exist today. The mass killings of black people that still exist today. Yes. America stripped us of our languages, our religion, raped our women, brainwashed us, took our names, and chained us to the bottom of the hull of ships, naked as we came into this world, mm -hmm. not knowing we were about to be sold and become the white man's property. Yes. Who does this type of thing? Mm -hmm. And in conclusion, I've always been passionate about spiritual, social, health, and economic issues that face the black community daily and globally around the world. I must say, though, it seems to be a common thread that runs through black people around the globe. White people dominate the haves, and black people dominate the have-nots. Yes. And I conclude, faith is always at our doorsteps. Let's learn how to work our faith to empower a positive and lasting change. And I do have a few solutions for us to begin to explore, to begin to sit at the dinner tables once again with our families yes. and have discussions about how we can improve our conditions within our families for our children, our grandchildren, the things that we can do right now mm -hmm. that will have a profound effect gradually. And as we hand something down generation after generation and the knowledge, yes. not only can you not only just pass money down, but the knowledge needs to be there. Yes, it does. Because a fool and his money will soon part. Yes, it will. Mm -hmm. So, a beginning is say with life insurance, with a living trust. And through living trust and things, you can set up um, uh, insurance packages where you don't have to pay tax. Your children don't have to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. You know, you're avoiding all of the uh, probate court issues and all things like that. That's who gets your money. Yes. So you want to set it up Avoid all those things. There's real estate and many aspects to real estate where you can get involved in making money and, and using the tax deductions and things like that. Mm -hmm. Begin to empower yourself. There's a stock market for some. Short-term, long-term investments. But for me, the most important piece of this puzzle are the visionaries. Yes. And mm -hmm. we'll need to pick some good ones. Yes, we do. Then we'll need to find the resources, the finances, and technical support they'll need to be successful. From that, you create a model. Yes, you do. And you can take that model. A few adjustments here and there to any community and make it work. Make it work. Make yes, it work. And I just want to leave uh, you with uh, leave your audience with a little positive uh, uh, um, thought. Mm -hmm. 
that uh, I, I picked up along the way uh, a couple days ago. And uh, let me begin by quoting, Lord, please help me to face whatever today brings, pleasures, hardships, adventures, disappointments, relying on you each step of the way. I know that nothing is wasted when it's shared with you. You can bring a crown of beauty out of the ashes of lost dreams. You can glean joy out of sorrow, peace out of adversity, end of quote. All can be done with your active faith. Now I have a question for your audience. Is your faith active? Or is your faith inactive? Amen. Thank you, Brother John, for those wise words of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of what it is we can go forth with faith. And when you have faith, wonderful blessings are on the way. Scripture says in Psalms 26.3, For your steadfast love is before my eyes and I walk in faithfulness to you. On this last day, celebrating Black History Month, today, stretch your faith when you need to press through in faith. Greater faith is what gets God's attention. For more faith-filled inspiration, listen weekly to the podcast of Faith with Dr. Barb Ministries or on the web at www.faithwithdrbarb.com. And remember, God loves you, and so do we, and there ain't nothing you can do about it but laugh. <laughs> <laughs>